Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News brought to you by Cutting to the Bone and the Post of the Apocalypse. I'm Ben and I'm always, as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. And today is, you know, it's Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. We're recording this on Halloween. If you do hear any fireworks outside, little loud bangs, we are not under attack. I've just shut myself. <laughs> Mike shat himself? No, I mean if it was a big bang. Oh. <laughs> Obviously me shitting myself. Right, okay. <laughs> but yeah, there the are fireworks going off. It's nearly the 5th of November and it's the date when we celebrate England's most famous terrorist. <laughs> or the only man to enter Parliament with honest intentions. We're similar when I look at it, really. Wanted to blow up the King and the Parliament's pretty fucking metal, in my opinion. I think he had the right idea. <laughs> if V turned up now and blew up Parliament tonight, I'd be like, yeah, fair play, V. <laughs> anyway, let us progress and talk about some weird shit that we've found on the internet this week. And it's Halloween, I'm going with a ghost, ghosty tale. Inside the UK's most haunted pub, where customers get scratched by the ghost of a young girl. We went ghost hunting the other week, didn't we, Claire? Yeah, we did. So fuck all. <laughs> Um, Heard fuck all. Heard fuck all. Where was it you went again? We yeah. can't tell you that because it's technically trespassing. Mm. <laughs> so we can't tell you where we went. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's a mystery, but it's a haunted spot in Shropshire, not far away. And the Ye Olde Salutation Inn is one of Nottingham's oldest pubs, and it's believed to be one of the most U the UK's most haunted establishments, plagued by the spirits. Oh, I see what they did there. Of a young girl called Rosie, former landlord. Man, you can never leave. So the historic pub in Nottingham has been named as one of the UK's most haunted sites. And the ghosts of former landlords and a young girl and a, even a highwayman. It was built, the Ye Olde Salutation Inn, which is a great name for a pub. It is. Any pub with the name Ye, with the words Ye Olde in it, you know a quality. <laughs> uh, the best named pub was one round here, closed down recently. It was called All Labour in Vain. <laughs> <laughs> Love that name. Yeah, the labour. Mm. The all labour in vain. I never heard of the pub called that actually. No. So Ye Audi Salutation Inn is one of the city's oldest pubs and was built over a network of caves dating back to the 9th century. One of the most infamous spirits at the pub is Rosie, a young flower seller. Local legend says she was accidentally struck by a carriage in the courtyard when she was four or five years old. After the tragic accident, she was carried down to the cave network to keep her comfortable when the doctor arrived. <laughs> what? <laughs> Carry her down to the cave network to keep her comfortable? I know, I can keep her comfortable in the fucking caves. Rocks are not comfortable. I bet they're like little, hot, little homes from home, that cave. Take her to the inn. Put her in the bed. Don't put her in the inn, there's a customer paying for that. Don't put her down the caves, I wonder if she's dead. <laughs> Throw her in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well, huh? Until the doctor arrived, but the young girl died before he could get there. No shit. No, no shit, you're in a cave. Died of hypothermia. <laughs> Not long after that, customers of the pub started to complain they were being scratched. They all had four small scratch marks as though they had been scratched by a child. Nottingham Live reports. This sadly continued to the over a two week period. So, so sad the clients are being scratched by Ghost Girl. Uh -huh. 
and the landlord's landlord took a doll down to the cave and left it there for Rosie. The scratching stopped and since then customers and staff have continued to bring dolls and teddy bears down oh, to the cave me. as presents for Rosie. Fucking hell. Give up. Why? Why? Mm. Because they're fucking bringing gifts to a dead child. So they don't get scratched? Yeah, it's bullshit, innit? It? It's gotta be. <laughs> you don't know that. You haven't seen the old man McDonald's fucking uh, child scratch marks on his back after he's been sat at the bar for an hour? Yeah, there's probably fucking a nail or something under the bar that people keep catching their arm on. <laughs> Four of them? Yeah, they're pissed, they don't realise, and then they're like, oh look, I've got a scratch, must be a ghost child. It's clearly it's a ghost child, what else could it be? <laughs> you put flowers on a grave, Mike. I yeah, don't respect, innit? It? It's mm. just. I suppose, but I don't know, it's just... I don't, I'm not a grave person. Don't go to graves. It's not me thing. Some people it works for, it's not for me. Yeah, some people go and stand and talk to them, don't they? Yeah, it's not for me. No. Now, landlord Jason Wetson claimed he has had a number of ghostly encounters over the years. He said, and I'll quote, One former landlord didn't believe in ghosts and took all the dolls and teddies out of the cave. All of his beer went off overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, nobody, myself included, has dared to risk it again. So he's he's bit, dolls, what but... happened is he was serving dodgy beer, got caught, thought, how can I explain this? I don't know, I'll take all the teddies and the ghost girl did it. <laughs> it's a bit of an elaborate explanation though, isn't it? Well, it gets him off the hook, didn't it? People are like, oh, well, it was a ghost girl. <laughs> As well as Rosie, the ghost girl, there are also ghostly tales of former landlords, all called John, who are believed to haunt the pub to this day. Hello, John. Hello, John. 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 Hello, John. 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 Come back from bed, ghost serving, are you? Pour that pint, ghost John. One of the landlords is said to have accidentally poisoned himself and his family. <laughs> and one hung himself upstairs and one fell down the cellar steps. They're all called John, they all die in mysterious ways or accidental ways. He's said to have, if they actually existed. Of the latter who fell down the cellar, Jason said that, quote, John is fastidious about the cleanliness of the cellar. If it's not absolutely spotless, he slams doors and throws things. Don't fucking clean it yourself, then you go to cunt. You can throw some it, you can pick up a broom. That's it, get to work. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> that would be shit, wouldn't it? The afterlife is a fucking... You still do the fucking work you do when you're living off. Oh, oh, that's shit, I don't want that. <laughs> For eternity. <laughs> And carry on this quote. The cellar needs a really good clean, so I'd spent about 18 hours down there sorting it out. I popped upstairs briefly, and when I returned, there was a really old half pint glass of beer in the middle of the floor. I'm absolutely 100% sure that no one else had been down there. I, I get on pretty well with John now. I've even forgot uh. to close the cellar door on my way back up into the pub before now and jokingly shouted back, Close the door for me, John, and it slammed shut. Ah! Uh. I was just hanging around in this area of pub if you're an alcoholic landlord. It is pretty, pretty as heaven though, isn't it? <laughs> He's just got beer there. He loved that pub. Yeah, but he can't drink it, can he? It's even worse. It's ghost beer. 
That's why he drank the half. He's had half the pint, hasn't he? Yeah, he's on a piss. He got that half pint out. Oh, nailed that down with him. Bollocks. <laughs> if, you, if you tip it in your ghost mouth it, and it goes right through you, you could still get drunk, no? No? No. Now you got to absorb it, haven't you? But if you can absorb it, you can pick stuff up and throw it. Mentally. So it presumes that he can solidify himself to be able to drink. Because he can pick stuff up and throw it. And close the door? No, he can't. He's making it up. The people come to his pub. Are you suggesting that that Iron Maiden fan, I think that's a Trooper t-shirt, right, with a big beard, is making stuff up just to get some business? Just to get everybody in the old salutation in. Ye olde salutation in? Is your name you can trust, that is, Mike. You suggest he make it up just for a quick profit? Yeah. You fucking heartless bastard. Was it heartless? He's just these ones heartless. Don't you care about customers? Don't you care about Rosie, the ghost girl? No. Shame no. Mike's shaking his head. No. All right, I'm not next one then. Here's some weird news that I found this week, Mike. It's just just for you. Paul Scholes horrifies fans by chewing daughter's toenails in true love moment. What the fuck? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He may be one of the greatest midfielders to come out of the country and the gin- most ginger midfielder. Yes, yes, the most ginger midfielder England have ever had. Uh, Hang on, didn't that broken Chelsea? Oh, God. What was his name? He was from- he played for Leicester, he went to Chelsea, never got a game. He was very ginger. Danny Drinkwater? Danny Drinkwater? Nah, you're thinking of Jack Colback, he's got ginger hair now. Yeah, yeah, could be. Nah, I don't have think he's of him. for England. I don't know. He's sheep, as a forest. No, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but a video of Manchester United ace Paul Scholes chewing on his daughter's toenails has left supporters stunned. Is a bit odd, isn't it? I mean, yeah. his daughter is twenty-two. What? Yeah, he's not, not twenty-two. Twenty. She's twenty. I thought it was a baby or something. No, it's she posted it on her Instagram account. She's like twenty years old. Fucking hell. That's weird. I thought it was going to be a kid as well. That's it, really. <laughs> <laughs> Roll up a bit. In a video what, captioned what? True Love and posted to her 62,000 followers, the legendary former Man United, man, uh, man United player appeared to be giving her a foot rub while also chewing on her big toe. That's a bit creepy and There's, nasty, a, there's a photo. Wow. Yeah. With the caption True Love. I don't know your daughter, do you? No, that's weird. It's, it was a bit of an odd ball when he scolds him. I know, but that's... It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit weird. Well, at least yeah. the scolds is pretty hot, though. Scroll back up. She's quite cute. I'd chew her toenails. Better looking than her dad, anyway. Oh, she like doesn't look like a dad. <laughs> she does not look like her dad. There we go. Yeah, well, poor scolds. Secret foot fetish. Who'd have thunk it? Secret incest foot fetish. Yeah. It's not right, that. Nah. Is, it? is that worse than Donnie Trump and his weird pictures with his youngest with his daughter when she was younger? I think that's going a bit a step further, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's I think it's worse. Tail? It's not as bad as when Donald Trump said he wanted to sleep with his daughter. Oh yeah, that that, that was a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Of course I would, she's hot. If she wasn't if she wasn't my daughter, I'd sleep with her. I'd date her or whatever he said. And then he had all them pictures of her with, you know, when he was a kid and she's like on his lap and they're all weird and weird poses and stuff. 
Uh, this is a bit weirder though, I yeah. think. Mm. Hey, my cat eats my toenails. <laughs> I don't want to know how you found that out. Well, I found it out because you know when you're clipping your toenails, and sometimes they go over the room. Yeah. Chester chases after them. Yeah. And you hear him crunching it. You're like, it? Come here, Chester, feeding time! <laughs> you clip your toenails, you fucking weirdo! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't force it, we decided he liked it! <laughs> you fucking weirdo! <laughs> you and your cat have got some weird kink going on! <laughs> I need to lick my arsehole. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to borrow your cat. Moving <laughs> <laughs> swiftly on. Plane drops sewage on Windsor man in his garden. Oh no! What a shit! <laughs> a man was splattered in a very unpleasant way when uh, human waste was dropped from a plane. A council meeting has heard recently. Oh, whenever they get that kind of stuff at council meetings, yeah. <laughs> he just comes and he goes, I got, I got poo dropped on me from a plane. I'm like, Around here, except for the chemtrails. Oh, yeah, sorry, so I got sprayed by chemtrails and shit myself. <laughs> uh. Speaking to the Royal uh, Borough of Windsor and Maidenhead, uh, Councillor Karen Davis says she was horrified to hear of the incident. She explained how his whole garden and umbrellas uh, were covered, and him. as well as him. The dumping happened fairly centrally to, the, to Windsor in mid July. Plain toilets saw sewage in special tanks, but their contents are normally disposed of once the planes landed. Oh. Was there a leak and just splattered his entire garden yeah. with like, I don't know, could be... He was out in the garden at the time. Oh. oh, I bet it was a noob that was in the in the cockpit and it and just pressed the wrong button. Possibly. the wrong switch. Or someone just did it for a laugh. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> that day he used to do yeah. the extraction now. Wonder if it'll get on the news. And normally it's frozen sewage that comes from the planes, but this wasn't. It was fluidy. Oh, <laughs> you've just been carpet bombed by two hundred people's diarrhea after a long haul flight. Oh, you just had your garden carpet bombed. You just, Jesus, it's just <laughs> that's not the noise it makes when it hits. Is that to take it on the chin? <laughs> I mean, which is he hadn't. They're saying it was a one in a billion chance of it, like, you know, splatting all over him. Oh, fucking hell, that's, that's grim, though, man. That is. It is, isn't it? That's terrible. Imagine that, it's like the sunshine. <laughs> just loving it. In July? Yeah. <laughs> and just torrent of shit, just full of this guy. Just carpet bombs your entire garden. Did you get in touch with straight away? <laughs> yeah, who did you get? Who, did, who are you going to call? Shitbusters. <laughs> oh dear. Oh fucking hell. Oh, I don't like that next deadline. Mm -hmm. The next deadline, I don't like it. I can see it on the tab. Oh, right, yeah, yours. yours. Yeah. Yeah, come on then. Actually, this is good. Clone shortage. What? As there should be. <laughs> An appeal for new recruits in Northern Ireland. A Northern Irish clone. God, that'd be fucking grim, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what Travelling circus, is it, or something? 
Nice, he's thinking, no, no, it's Cloud who lived through the troubles and be quite a grim clown. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Kids, I went down to, I don't know, an Irish accent. Oh, yeah, I went down to the shop and, you know, me nan was killed by British soldiers. Uh. <laughs> I'm making a blue animal. <laughs> His little tiny face as well. <laughs> yeah, he's coming yeah. out of his eye and down his cheek. My dad was killed by an IRA nail bomb outside Do It All. <laughs> I don't think they tell stories like that when they're clowning. <laughs> they're in Northern Ireland. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, so there's apparently a lot more to being a clown than just putting on a big red nose and a big baggy pair of pants. Yeah, you've also got to be a fucking sociopath, usually. Uh-huh. Who wants to be a clown? Clowns are fucking evil. Don't mind them, they don't bother me. Don't really bother me, are no. they? Clowns are evil, they should die in fire. That's my take on it. Mm-hmm. saw quite a few clowns I went trick-or-treating early with the kids. Oh, no, you no. Like it, the clowns. All good fun, isn't it? No. Clowns are never fun. So you'd be totally freaked out if you were, you know, going somewhere and then you come towards a lift and a clown with a axe come out. Yeah, that's oh. shit. Well, <laughs> I'd either have, well, I'd have fight or flight reaction, <laughs> wouldn't I, in that scenario? I think you'd have shit it if you come out with an axe. <laughs> in fact, yeah, in all fairness, you just come out with an axe. I'm, I'm shitting my pants. What about right. the axe and the clown? Axe. <laughs> Well, in that case, then I find out it's a prop axe and I beat the living shit out of him. <laughs> because no one's doing that to me. Now, that quote there I said earlier that being a clown, it's more to being a clown than just putting on a big red nose and a baggy pair of pants, is according to David Duffy, who's the co owner of Duffy's Circus, who is appealing for people from Northern Ireland to become clowns. Well, I suggest that you go to Westminster. Because that's mm. full of fucking clowns. There's a big blonde one who's in charge. He'd be a great clone. He is a clone. Put Bo- him in. Bojo. Bojo the clone. Now, the COVID-19 pandemic has caused a shortage of performers. How tragic. And as many have returned to their home countries when the first lockdown came into force in early 2020, according to Mr Duffy. But what makes a good clone? Nolene Fries, Newman, who's known professionally as Silly Tilly. <laughs> Someone who's willing to make themselves vulnerable. For a Silly lamp. Tilly, spouting philosophy. <laughs> I need to love this article. Mm. Well, I bet no one's been going to playing college, have they? You think you're not going to get the skills online. You know, if you did an online course with playing college, would you? Good. <laughs> Good. Clowns should die out like Morris dancers should die out. Oh, you think they should... Oh. Yeah, fuck Morris dancers. Yeah, that's my hill to die on. It's terrible. And clowns too. <laughs> Get rid of them. Not everyone likes to be laughed at, but for someone who is a clown, your worst nightmare would not to be laughed at, said Silly Tilly to the BBC Good Morning's Ulster programme. You have to poke, be able to poke fun at yourself. It's not about poking fun at other people or killing them, like clowns do. During lockdown, Ms. Fries Neumann and her husband Henrik, who is also a clown known as Jarl, or Jarl, set up a big top circus in the garden, allowing them to continue to rehearse and perform. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> We're not next door to them. 
The couple first met at an international clone festival. Well, there's ever a target for terrorism, the international clone festival is that target. It's only you're telling uh, terrorist listeners. <laughs> if you that, any. That's what I'm telling anyone who's an Al Qaeda that I have no problem with you bombing the International Clone Festival. Or drone striking it. Maybe, maybe one of your leaders just needs to go to it and then the Americans will drone strike it. And a clown theme wedding in 2017. Oh god, what a nightmare that would have been. Not even the fact it would have been funny, but someone would have been murdered after. And there's loads of juggling. Oh great! And because all the circuses in Europe and England have been up and operational for the last six months, that huge pool of EU artists are already back at work and up until last week. We haven't even been able to get visas issued for non-EU artists and entertainers, said Mr Duffy. Well now Brexit's kicked in. Oh yeah. You know what? I'm 100% of Pretty Patel if she doesn't qualify clown at a job. It'll come under art, artist, won't it? If she says, no, no, we need engineers, not clones, I'm with her. <laughs> Even if she's a sociopath, <laughs> the no clone policy mm. wins me over. In order to be a clone, Mrs Duffy says, you have to be really, really adaptable and be able to think on your feet. When you go into a, into the circus ring and you've got seven to, 700 to 800 people looking at you, no matter what sort of mood you're in, you have to light up that circus ring, he says. But a clone can actually be the loneliest place because when you're in there on your own and you have to be able to read your audience in a short couple of minutes, you have to be able to get a rapport going with them and interact to feed off them. Yeah, the smiling clones are performing a short piece during online auditions being held by Mr. Duffy as he tries to recruit a new team of performers. So there you go, any sociopaths that listen, you want to be a clone, you want to murder people and make them laugh. There you go, Mr. Duffy's looking for clones. <laughs> there we go, that wasn't for you, Ben, especially. I thought it was. <laughs> My dislike of clones is well known on this podcast. Alright, what's next then? Dutch students go on 3,000 kilometre road trip in solar powered camper van they built themselves. Bet there was Sweet. so much fucking weed in that camper van. Uh, that's what? that's that's mental as fuck that camper van. Yeah. Look at it. I did it. It's a really long sort of bus type. It looks like it's got two or three doors, and it sort of swoops over. Yeah, it's quite aerodynamic, and the solar panels come out like wings, almost fat, big fat wings on the top of the. Uh... And it's got a VW type tent type top that pops up out the top of it. I like it actually. Yeah, I'm loving that. A team of Dutch students are driving a completely self-sufficient solar-powered electric camper van on a month-long journey, 3,000 kilometres, from Eindhoven to the beach resort of Tarifa in Spain. The futuristic camper van, which doesn't need to be powered at EV charging points, has been granted a road licence by the Netherlands Vehicle Authority, allowing it to be driven throughout the EU. Oh, we couldn't do that at the British, though. Uh, this could we... We're not going to have enough sun for this, are we, surely? You'd be surprised at what power you can get, even in the UK. From it's not so much sun, is it? It's it's light. Mm. It's, yeah, it's light. My, my dad powers his. He's got like sixteen solar panels on the roof. He powers. He virtually pays no electricity. He's you know he's it's all used. But he is quite frugal with it, admittedly, because he's a bit of a Scrooge. But at the same time, but well, he is. He's a total Scrooge. But at the same time, he virtually pays no electricity, and he gets money back. So 
don't know how much they're selling them for. More than we can afford, I'd imagine. At the, at the moment, it's like a prototype, I imagine, isn't it? Mm. The vehicle, which has been called Stella Vita, is powered by solar panels on its roof and is capable of capturing enough energy from the sun to drive up to 730 kilometres on a sunny day and allow the students to shower, watch TV, charge their laptops and make coffee. Well... It looks a lot longer than my uh, Taran. <laughs> yeah, it is longer, yeah. It is like a little... It's a minibus, isn't it, with a, with a VW camper roof on? Yeah. Like, but a very swooped one, it's very aerodynamic. Very few... It doesn't look like it to take a corner very well, does it? It looks that long, it doesn't look... Well, I'll tell you one thing you can't do. It ain't getting over a speed bump. No. No. It's that low to the ground, yeah. it's not getting over a speed bump. They've got to work on the, on the chassis, haven't they? Yeah. They've got to work on something. Put bigger, yeah. bigger wheels on it or something. Absolutely. The vehicle has a top speed of 120 kilometres per hour. What's that? 60, 70, something like that, 70 miles an hour, 60, 70 miles an hour, something like that. That's not bad. You won't want to go that fast in that beast. Oh, God, you? no. I'd imagine it's quite unstable with that massive big solar panels on the fucking mm. roof stretching mm. over the sides. It can house two passengers, an interior that includes a kitchen, a bed, a sofa, shower and a toilet. That's not bad, though. Mm. Yep. Looks pretty smart, but I'll never get over a speed bump. It's the no. future, isn't it? It is, though, it is the future. Solar powered cars will yeah. be the future. That's no denying that. No deadly emissions. That's it. Just just silent death as it approaches you at seventy mm. miles an hour because you don't hear it fucking coming. <laughs> I nearly got killed by a Toyota Hilux. <laughs> Didn't hear it coming. There's a ring on the battery. Yeah, you do. Oh, sort of. You just do it. You just to step out of you. Vroom. Noise, isn't it? Yeah, but I was wearing my headphones. Didn't hear it through past me. <laughs> Fuck, mm-hmm. I was gonna die today. Right then. Toilet rats, vermin, they're all over Britain. They're climbing up our waste pipes. Oh, God. The rat population has exploded in 2020 and they can tread water for three days. Fucking hell. And they're biding their time before entering our bathrooms. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> So, how did the rat get in the toilet uh, in the first place? So it comes up the waste pipe, and during the first lockdown of 2020, the entire business districts were depopulated, and there was less rubbish lying around for the rats to eat. Yeah. So they come in like abandoned offices, and some of the toilets had evaporated. All the water in the U-bend had evaporated, so they can just like access. Yeah, through the toilets. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what what can we do to stop them coming? I got we just, just read the, um, look at the what so if you flush the toilet regularly that's fine. It's not that excellent swimmers that can hold their breath for three minutes and tread water for three days. If they want to get in your toilet they will. Oh now I'm gonna be checking the bog every time that's nah. down on it. Well, this um, con- uh, pest control expert, Andrew Delbridge, was called out to a job in Norwich where a customer could barely speak. She was in so much shock. She'd been using the bathroom, heard a noise, and as she, as she looked down the bowl, there was a rat. Jesus fucking Christ, no thank you. So we've got a population of about 150 million. We all mock New York for having like a massive rat density population. We are far worse. London alone is far worse mm. than New York. But for some reason, New York always gets to stick for it. Oh, right. Didn't know that. Yeah, we're never more than six foot away from a rat. 
Mm. Or a Tory. <laughs> Same thing. Well, these rats are getting as big as cats. Fuck me! Even if you got a cat, that, they're not going to help. They're, you know, no, cats don't kill rats. Not adult ones. No. Dogs, don't you need Jack yeah. Russells? Yeah. Or well, what, any dog for a but I won't go for adult rats because they're too big. So, um, what can we do to help? Rat proof your compost bin and maybe get some rat flaps, which are spiked, one way gate fitted to your waste pipe. Interesting. And keep your toilet lid closed. It'd push that up, wouldn't it? I don't know, man. Like its nose up. Yeah, maybe. Pretty strong, isn't they? But I'm fucking, if I see that nose poking through the first thing in the morning, I'm fucking parking my arse straight on top of that seat, just losing its nose, and then I'm gonna shit on it. <laughs> From a distance, obviously. <laughs> Actually, no, because I'll just get out. No. It's a lose lose. You have a shit rat, then? have a shit rat running around the house, <laughs> biting your face off. Fucking hate rats. Ever since I read the book The Rats by James Herbert, I've hated rats. Okay. Yeah. Good trilogy that is actually. You want to read a, a good, good horror story? It's a film actually. I made a film. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the, the, see, reading the book, knowing that'd be more horrific, actually put me off watching the film. Mm. The third one, actually, the the, the, list of the trilogy is actually set in the midst of a nuclear apocalypse. London gets nuked. And the survivors that we had to contend with. Like the fact that everything's fucking wreckage up top. Oh, but wow. also giant rats. Not fun. Lovely. Yeah. Reminds me of that family guy bit. Where Joe fights that rat. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on! Yeah. And for the nose straps down, you know. Yeah. Thanks kids. <laughs> giant rat just swims me, he's like, Bring it on! I love Joe. <laughs> oh, and on that note, I think that's the end of weird news. I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Leave an offering, ye oldie salutation in, or Rosie may scratch you. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out, Mellon Force be with you. Oh, Big Keep the toilet lid closed. For the love of God, keep the toilet lid closed. <laughs>